0: Hey, hey, happy Thursday, everybody. You are listening to Mental Fitness Matters. I am your host, Tracy Austin, and this is WSIC Radio. Happy Thursday. I hope everybody is having a great week out there. And I am super excited about today's show as I will be going into part two of my COVID and mental health series. Uh, so if you're just tuning in for the very first time, welcome. Um, and if to my frequent listeners, thank you guys so much. Uh, this show is des- designed to provide you guys with education tips strategies and solutions to improve your mental fitness and just so you know every single week um, i upload the shows to the podcast mental fitness matters so if you are a podcast listener out there make sure you download and subscribe to the mental fitness matters podcast if you don't have podcasts head over to my youtube channel on tracyawson.com subscribe to that that way you can check out the videos uh, so that you never miss a show uh, last week's show, I started a COVID-19 and mental health series because I feel like this topic is so important right now more than ever. With all of the stress and the things that are going on in the country, I think talking about our mental health in a way that we can see ourselves here is super, super important. So last week I talked about why mental health matters and what mental health is. And so today I'm going to get into part two about recognizing the signs um, of when your mental health could be suffering uh, But also providing you guys some, with some strategies And ways to cope uh, with supporting your mental health So let's get into it So what we know, if you checked out last week's show or If you haven't yet, go back and hear part one But what we know is that mental health matters Because it is just as important as any other area of health in our lives Okay, I spent a lot of time last week just trying to connect the dots On how important our mental health is all the time and not just during a crisis. So the next thing that we learned is that mental health is something that we all have. And so we have to recognize this affects how we think, how we feel, and how we act. And our mental health determines how we handle stress. So think about the nature of stress that we're experiencing in the country right now. How are we gonna be able to handle and manage the stress that we're gonna face? It impacts how we relate to others and the choices that we make. So mental health is pretty important because it it controls everything that we do and everything that we experience. So I wanted to make that point clear that none of us are exempt from the situations or circumstances having an effect on our mental health. Uh, So today we're going to go into a little bit deeper. We're going to go into the signs and the strategies to cope with your mental health. Okay, so let's get into it. Recognizing the signs. So how do you know If and when your mental health needs some attention I'm going to go back to the basics here Kind of like I did in the very first show Because I really want to use this series as an educational tool So I think about talking about this in a basic terminology So that we can all begin to see ourselves Somewhere on this spectrum as it relates to mental health So I'm going to start general Um, Just like I talked about in that very first show We all have areas of health So think about that Whether that's your financial health Physical health Spiritual health Uh, Emotional and social wellness health We all have areas of health that we need to pay attention to And we have to realize that with each area of health that we have there is no one-size-fits-all approach guys Okay, there's no one-size-fits-all approach each individual is different And so you may have different needs as it relates to improving those areas of health for you Okay, so always 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 my first tip And no matter what it is that you're doing, my first recommendation is if you're working to improve any area of your health in your life is to seek the support of a professional when you're doing this. Okay, we're going to talk about strategies today. We're going to talk about ways to cope and things you can do on a daily basis. But working alongside a professional is priceless. Um, so think about that in your normal and your daily lives if you're working on financial goals if you're saving money building wealth and you're not quite where you want to be in that um, A lot of times what you can do is seek out a financial consultant a financial professional Somebody to kind of help you get on track the weight loss industry is the same way A lot of times people are going to the gyms and getting on these programs and diets But what you will notice there's not a one size fits all for Each individual, depending on your genetics, depending on your hormones and other factors, one program that works for you may not work for somebody else. So seeking the support of a professional in any area of your life that you're trying to improve is always my recommendation. And I think your mental health should be looked at in the same way. Um, when you're working alongside of a professional when it comes to your mental health, they may can help you map out a grain plan to get you on track to your goals a little bit faster in a way that feels good to you. And it doesn't have to be something that's long term. It can be something that you go in, get you on track. You learn the tools and the tricks that you need to learn, implement the skills and to help you move forward. And then you can check in for maintenance. OK, so let's talk about how we recognize signs for ourself and signs for our own brain health. Um, I love to use analogies. And when I think about the brain, I like to use the analogy of the brain being the engine of our body. In the work that I do, we use a lot of technology and we can actually see and identify how the brain and body respond to stress. And so making sure that your brain health and that you can perform at a top level is necessary for anything that you're trying to do in your life. So think about the brain as the engine of your body, okay? Just like your car can't perform without its engine, We can't perform without our brain. You know, we can't function without it. We need it. It's necessary. And so I want you to begin to look at this as something that requires attention and maintenance. All right. Just like your car requires attention and maintenance. So think about your car's job. Right. It's a lot of wear and tear. You're up and down the road over and over again. A lot of mileage that you're putting on this vehicle. So you need it to perform well. Right. You need to make sure it can handle it. can slow down. It can switch lanes. You need to make sure you're getting the engine checked. You need to make sure you're changing the oil. You're taking your car in for maintenance at the required time so that it can perform well for you when you need it most. Right. But think about it. If you are not taking your car in for service. If you have been missing those signs and those signals and that check engine light popping on, if you've been ignoring those signs to go get your oil checked, to change and rotate and balance your tire, tire pressure is low. If you've been ignoring those signs, then the likelihood uh, of those problems getting worse is pretty high. Right. But regardless, if you're taking your car in regularly or you're not, no matter what happens when you take that car in, Depending on when you've taken it into the shop, that's going to determine the required maintenance that it needs to repair it. Right. So you take your car into the shop, you get the repair work done. They get you back out on the road. I want you to think about your mental health in the same way. Mental health problems rarely just pop up out of the blue. Okay, so you're not just coming down the road and all of a sudden there's a mental health problem. They are very gradual and they happen over time. So there are signs that you want to start to tap into and be more mindful of. So just like your car, your car is just not going to break down on the road. That's very rare that that happens. You're not just driving down the road and your engine blows out. Right. There are things that are happening over time. If we're missing some things, then the likelihood of things going wrong is a higher chance of that. Your mental health is the same way. It's very rare that your mental health just kind of takes a decline overnight. OK, and those changes are really, really gradual. And a lot of times we see those changes happening in our thoughts, in our feelings, in our behaviors, in our body reactions. OK, so I talked about that briefly on the very first show. Those four areas are thoughts, feelings, behaviors and body reactions, So what I'm going to do right now is just go through a list of signs for you to start to pay attention to for yourself. And it's important to just be mindful and pay attention for these signs, um, because just like with anything else, it's not that you're never going to have these symptoms, um, but it's about recognizing that any symptom that goes unmanaged and untreated for long periods of time, whether that's your car, whether that's your financial health, whether that's your physical health. And for these purposes right now, your mental health, anything that goes unmanaged for longer periods of time, can show up with problems later down the road. Okay. So this is just a list of things to be mindful of. And some of these symptoms that I'm going to mention are really normal responses to stress, right? So think about that. We're all experiencing some type of stress right now. So some of these symptoms are just normal responses to stress. But if you have noticed these symptoms for yourself over a prolonged period of time, it would be an important time to just take a pause, do an assessment and see if we need to get some additional resources there. So Some of these signs could appear as trouble sleeping, meaning you're sleeping too much or too little. You could be finding it difficult to concentrate or remember things. You could be noticing changes in your mood or appetite. Being more anxious or irritable. So when you're thinking about these signs, not only for yourself, but think about your loved ones, your family members or the people around you. Are you noticing changes there? Um, Difficulty with making decisions. Are you finding it difficult to manage your everyday life, whether that's preparing food, taking showers, baths regularly, are you finding it difficult to get those things done? Feeling teary, having low moods for longer periods of time, becoming suspicious and paranoid, having suicidal thoughts, frequent headaches, muscle tension, nausea, or upset stomach, being isolated and withdrawn, Right now, that could look a little bit different because we're all experiencing some social distancing, social isolation. Uh, Those things can be kind of escalating as you're having to do that more often. Um, Excessive spending or problems managing money and believing that your family and friends want to do you harm. So these are just a few ways that things can begin to show up in your mental health. Okay, these are a few of the signs that can begin to show up if your mental health is needing some attention. So I definitely recommend seeking uh, support of a mental health professional to kind of go deeper and more specific so that you can kind of create a game plan for yourself, um, especially if you notice those symptoms over a prolonged period of time. And I get the question asked to me often. Uh, People say, Tracy, is it normal or if if what if I want to get support, but I don't necessarily feel like I need the support of a mental health or licensed professional or a doctor as at this time. Is it necessary that I go there to start to work on improving my mental health and mental performance? Um, or there's some things that I can do outside of that. And I say, absolutely not. It's not necessary that you go uh, see a professional, especially if you're feeling like things are pretty well managed by the things that you're doing on a daily basis. So if you are someone who feels like you're getting the appropriate amount of sleep for you, you generally have positive moods, you're upbeat um, You have a pretty good outlook on life You exercise regularly, taking care of your 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 diet and your wellness Then no, you don't necessarily have to go and seek the support of a professional um, There are definitely self-help tools and resources and alter- alternative therapies uh, To support you with maintaining uh, your mental fitness and your mental and emotional wellness So I'm going to talk about that a little bit more at the end um, Because like I said before, this is not a one size fits all approach. Okay, it's really about becoming more mindful and self-aware so that you know what you need to begin to feel at your best. And that that way you can begin to identify the resources and tools uh, that may be best for supporting you. All right. So you don't necessarily have to do that. But I recommend any area of health that you're working on and looking to improve. Like I said, professional specialists, they're there for a reason. Um, you don't want the the mailman doing your heart surgery. Right. You know, so think about your brain is a pretty big deal, a pretty big piece of merchandise and you want to make sure it's taken care of. So working alongside a professional, whether if it's for a short period of time um, or if you need a longer period of time, is is never a bad idea. That way you can kind of meet your goals a little bit faster and get you on track and in the right direction. But let's get into a few tips. I want to give you guys also a few quick tips that you can use um, as it relates to getting your thoughts feelings and emotions and even your body's reactions uh, back on track. Okay, the first thing we have to do, kind of what we've been talking about, I think tip number one is what you guys are doing right now, especially if you're listening to me, you're making the mental health piece of you a priority. We have to start there. You have to make your mental health a priority. you got to really begin to recognize that your thoughts have power um, and being mindful of how you use your mental energy. Uh, a lot of times we're pulled in several directions, guys. You have demands throughout your entire world, whether it's at home, whether it's at work, whether it's your kids or whatever your situation may be. We have a lot of things pulling us in several directions throughout the day. Um, and I think our mental health and our self-care, like I mentioned on that very first show, it gets placed on the back burner. Right. It's the last thing that we do, if at all. So making this a priority for yourself has to be the first place that you start. Um, And so how you start with that, and I think a, a really good place to start with that, is giving yourself permission to set up a few healthy boundaries in your life, okay, around your mental health. Around your mental health, I think a lot of times the hardest thing for people to do is set boundaries um, And so when we talk about setting boundaries and self-care You have to recognize that the way you do self-care may look different from the person beside you and that's okay But you have to begin to set up some healthy boundaries around your mental health for you Okay, and that can begin by just saying no By just saying no and recognizing what your triggers are and things that can drain you or take energy from you All right, so that could be people situations, circumstances, or your environment. You know, setting a healthy boundary, it can look like just not answering a phone call. If you have somebody that's just in your life that you talk to every single day, and a lot of times when you guys are having conversations and they are really negative or they're talking about somebody down the street or it's just something that's taking from you, you gotta be able to say, you know what? How is this conversation feeding me? Do I feel more drained, angry, frustrated, stressed after having a conversation with this individual? Or do I feel rejuvenated? Do I feel alive? Do I feel ready to go conquer the world after I talk to this person? So being able to just set a healthy boundary around your mental health can be something very, very huge in terms of how you feel. And I think another part of this is allowing people to know what it is that you need and how they can best support you. Um, If you're feeling overwhelmed at work, with friends, family, you got to let people know what it is that you need, because a lot of times you may be feeling this amount of stress or you might feel like a family member stressing you out, especially right now with kids being home, um, doing the homeschooling and parents maybe being there throughout the day, you know, being able to ask your family, what do you need from me? How can I best support you? Because if you have family members or work or friends kind of stressing you out and they don't know that they're stressing you out. Well, you got to communicate that. So being able to set a boundary with your mental health and maybe saying, you know what? For kids, especially if they've been in school all day, five hours on the computer or whatever there is they're doing and they got homework after that and parents are coming in nagging them. Have you done your homework? Being able to have a conversation and just say, you know what, let's not do this right now. Give me 20 minutes, 30 minutes just to wind down. Then I can get back and handle this in a better way. So remember, our mental health, the more mentally healthy we are, the more mentally stable we are, that's going to give us a better opportunity to communicate what we need and improve our relationships But a lot of times if you're just suffering in silence and not saying anything and not speaking up and setting boundaries for yourself, people don't know how to support you. And then that kind of pushes things out and and further down the road of the path that you don't want to go down. So being able to, number one, create and set a healthy boundary for yourself. Okay. so the first thing I want you to do this week, if you can just identify where would be a really good place for you to start that. So as you kind of just do an assessment of your everyday life, identify a good area that you say, you know what, this has an impact on my mental health. This is a great place for me to start to set a healthy boundary. All right. That's number one. And as it relates to our uh, body's reaction. So remember, I had that in there as well. So mental health is not only about your thoughts, feelings and your behaviors. Your body also responds to stress. So stress, guys, what stress is, is really the brain and body's response to any demand. So and not all stress is bad. So you got to be able to understand that. So stress is the brain and body's response to any demand and not all stress is bad. If you learn how to manage your stress, you can use that and channel that energy into something very positive and powerful um, in a positive direction. But unmanaged stress can start to have a negative and taxing effect on your brain and your body. So it's important for you to be mindful that your body is giving you signals all the time. Just like I use that car analogy in the beginning, it's very rare that your car just drives off the road and has the engine blow out or the tire blow out. Normally, there's signs along the way that are letting you know, I need to take this in for a checkup. Brain and body's the same way. They're giving us signals all the time. So when we experience stressful situations, whether for a moment or over a longer period of time, our body goes through a natural stress response. All right. We can tend to feel tension. Somewhere in our body that may be in your shoulder areas, you may notice that in your jawline, you may notice your eyebrows, you know, so some of their facial features there, Um, your neck, your shoulders, your hips. So start paying attention how stress can begin to affect the different parts of your body. Okay, I want you to just do a, a mental check or actually a body check, a body scan and ask yourself, how does stress show up in your body? What do you notice? Are you more fatigued? Um, Do you feel nauseous? Do you have teeth grinding, muscle tension, stomach issues, Um, especially if you're someone who gets colds or gets sick a lot, Um, insomnia, skin rashes and headaches? These are all ways that your body can begin to respond to stress. And so some of these are not always have to be stress related, but just pay attention. If you're having these things happen over a prolonged period of time, this may be just your body's way of of reacting or responding to, to heightened stress. So it's important for you to really pay attention to that. And one simple and easy way, a tip that I can give you guys just in terms of reducing the stress that you feel uh, from a body state um, and, and reducing tension is movement. I think we all know that. But movement and exercise, that is the number one key uh, for reducing tension and stress in your body. Just get moving. So if you are at home and you have a chair, you can just pull your chair out, do some stretches. There's plenty of videos on, on YouTube that you really can just give yourself permission to move. Taking literally a a break every 45 minutes, get yourself up, kick your feet, relax your shoulders, do some type of movement so that you can get your muscles flowing again. Because remember, stress can hold itself in the body. So we have to make sure that we are active. And the more sedentary we are right now, especially with people being at home longer periods of time, it's going to be easier to not do as much movement as we were doing before. But you got to recognize this is a way to take care of your mental health, your overall mental and emotional wellness. Movement is a big part of that. All right. And one of the last tips that I want to give you guys is just um, doing something for you. So remember, I said self-care looks a little bit different for everybody, but. And I also said in that very first show, mental health is normally at the bottom of our to-do list, if at all. As we are making this a priority, which we're doing right now because you're listening to this, you got to put yourself on that calendar. So spend at least 15 minutes a day doing something that you enjoy that's going to benefit and support your mental health. And that can look like just getting enough sleep. Right. Just really being mindful and protecting time around your sleep, setting a bedtime and awake time that you're protecting your sleep because you know that that's important for you uh, to perform and function at your best. If you're somebody out there who's struggling right now with depression or a chronic illness, mild or severe anxiety, or depression, taking medications, taking your medications, making sure that that's a priority, um, going to your therapy appointments. So not skipping your doctors and your therapy appointments and reaching out to your support systems. Really joining together with the people around you, your family and friends right now and saying, you know what, I need additional support in my mental health. Can you be a partner with me in that? So opening up the doors of communication, guys, so that you can support yourself, but others know how to support you. And if you are somebody out there that may be struggling with depression or a chronic illness and you feel like, you know what, some of these things that you're talking about are really, really difficult for me to do. And I don't even think I can get those things done right now. Give yourself permission to start slow. Be gentle with yourself. You don't have to go tackle this list in a day. Start slow. Start with just taking your medications. If you are taking medications. start with going to your doctor's appointment. Start slow, Um, making these things a priority, making things simple. So if there's ways that you can kind of reserve your brain's energy, do things that can make your life a little simpler, simpler. So if you have foods that are already prepared, get that going. You know, do whatever you need to do to say, you know what, I'm going to spend a little time today taking care of my mental health because it matters. All right. So those are the the top uh, tips that I have for you guys. And as I mentioned, there are definitely some alternative ways of supporting your mental wealth and mental health and mental fitness, especially if you feel like you're already performing at a a peak level and you're really just somebody looking to maximize your brain potential and your brain performance. There are definitely things that you can do there. Um, I'm a big fan of uh, yoga and meditation and things of that nature to kind of keep me mentally sharp and mentally strong. Um, I'm also doing bio and neurofeedback. So make sure you go over to Tracy. Austin.com. If you're looking for additional services and resources that you can use to just enhance your mental performance, there are things available for you that you can begin to do on a daily basis um, to keep you sharp and keep you well. Um, So what we've done, guys, in this COVID and mental health series, we have covered why mental health matters. We have covered what mental health is. We've covered how to recognize the signs and ways to cope. And my hope is that as you have listened to this topic on mental health, is that you see yourself here. That you see yourself here somewhere on this spectrum, somewhere in this process as a human being deserving to pay attention to yourself, deserving to make yourself a priority. Um, and, and getting some maintenance for yourself because it's it's so easy for us to to give To so many other areas of our life That we put ourselves on the back burner So my hope is really that we're creating a dialogue And and making mental health Something that we talk about And something that we recognize Is just as important as everything else That we do in our lives It's not about how much we can go around And change the things and the situations And the circumstances around us Real change starts on the inside Okay, so we have to be willing to do our own work And the more work that we do The more we can put out If we're all doing that Imagine the impact Right Imagine the impact So I am hopeful That this information Was helpful for you I would love for you To share this With your friends Family and loved ones Mental health Is something that we all have And we all deserve To take care of that guys So you have been listening To the Mental Fitness Matters show I am your host Tracy Austin And I hope That my Mental Fitness Matters Community goes out Shines bright Like the stars that you are I cannot wait To see you guys next week Keep shining